Freedom of information is another core advantage that Hong Kong offers businesses. From getting a driving license to checking your Facebook account, reading the daily news, or researching potential business partners, Hong Kong is committed to transparent, timely, and reliable information, including, and I continue to quote here, constitutionally guaranteed free press and freedom of speech. This is how Invest Hong Kong, our government's agency tasked with attracting foreign direct investment, has been describing one of Hong Kong's key advantages to potential inward investors on its website. This is how our government describes Hong Kong to our external investors. However, domestically, we see clearly that our press freedom is clearly under threat. Just within this past week, two reports painted an increasingly gloomy picture of our media freedom. First, the Committee to Protect Journalists, an independent non-profit organization based in New York, said that Hong Kong's media freedom is at a low point. While observing financial pressures, physical threats made against our media, and self-censorship not only among media owners but even among some reporters. Then another non-profit organization based in Paris, Reporters Without Borders, also said in its annual press freedom report that our media independence is now in jeopardy. They even pointed out what they believed is the cause of the problem, as the Chinese Communist Party's growing subjugation of the Hong Kong executive and its pressure on the Hong Kong media. As if the two recent incidents, being respectively the replacement of Ming Pao's editors, despite strong protests by the paper's present and past reporting staff, contributors, and readers. And the allegation of vanishing advertisement by the owners of AM730 weren't enough. On Wednesday afternoon, one of Hong Kong's most famous radio talk show hosts, and also one of the harshest critics of Hong Kong's chief executive and government overall, Li Weiling, was sacked without reason by her employer for more than nine and a half years. Commercial radio. Miss Li said in her press conference on Thursday that she had no doubt. A hundred percent sure that the CY Leung administration was behind her dismissal. In another move to suppress the freedom of the press and the freedom of speech here, as commercial radio will have to enter into negotiations for the renewal of its license in the coming years, and the eventual decision will have to be made by the chief executive in council. And we have all seen how the chief executive in council had previously turned the recommendation by the communications authority upside down in the episode of Hong Kong TV's free terrestrial television license application. Such a speculation is not without reasons. And with the previous allegations by fellow chief executive candidate Henry Tang in the 2012 chief executive election campaign. That Mr. Leung in 2003 actually proposed in the Executive Council to shorten the term of commercial radio's earlier license renewal, also out of retaliation against sharp criticism of the government's by its then talk show hosts, one can't help but feel a sense of deja vu. If it could happen before, it is not unreasonable for commercial radio to be worried that it may happen again. When it comes time for it to renew its license, okay, it is true that Miss Lee has so far not provided solid 
incriminating evidence to back up her allegations yet. But how could she? On the other hand, too many things have happened in too little time, particularly in the year of constitutional reform negotiations and a possible run-up to the Occupy Central campaign. It is totally logical to believe that silencing the media would be of a high priority to the powers that be, whether here locally or from Beijing. So we, the people of Hong Kong, need answers. We need answers from commercial radio. Why it dismissed Miss Lee with no warnings, and why it had to do it now. We need answers from the government. Which has so far said that this incident was just a private personnel matter in a private company. Oh no, this is a licensed broadcaster using public airwaves, regulated by the government. So the regulator has a duty to the public to get to the bottom of this. In just a few short days' time, many of my friends have come to me to tell me their concerns about Miss Lee's sacking. And don't get me wrong. Many of them also told me that they did not particularly like or enjoy Miss Lee's abrasive style or tone. They are not her fans, but they treasure her voice and her presence. This is what is so precious about the core values that Hong Kong people still hold in ourselves: our tolerance and indeed our insistence on diversity and free speech. And we know a lie when we see one. And more importantly. When pressures comes, we stand up. So, to our friends in the media, hang in there. We know these are difficult times that you are facing, but we are with you, and we lead you to guard against self-censorship. Hong Kong needs your independent voice. A young mother told me a few nights ago that she now fears for her kids' future—a future where people would figure out what they are supposed to think and just think that way. This would not be her Hong Kong anymore. She asked me to do something. Well, we all have to do something, and let's start by standing up firmly and telling everyone around us that we will do all it takes to defend our press freedom and our freedom to think. This is going to be a long battle, and this is only the beginning.